0: Hi, I'm Dr. Mike Schlosser, I'm the Chief Medical Officer for Health Trust, and I'm here to talk to you today about developing a clinically integrated supply chain. So we'll just launch right into it. I'm going to do this in four parts. First, we're going to talk about what a clinically integrated supply chain is, and then why clinically integrated supply chain is so useful and even necessary in today's value-based healthcare environment. Then we'll talk about the resources needed to support a clinically integrated approach for your organization, and then finally finish up with some next steps, some uh, key things that you can do to start moving in that clinically integrated direction. So starting off, what is a clinically integrated supply chain? So this is really an organization that has all of the key stakeholders, and those might be clinicians, physicians, they could be pharmacists, they could be hospital administrators, supply chain executives and ideally even the patients and the suppliers involved in the decision making at all steps across the supply chain continuum. So starting with the sourcing and contracting work, all the way through to utilization, deciding what products we're gonna use, and then even the outcomes, tracking the clinical and financial outcomes of the decisions that we make. So we've got all those stakeholders at the table and they're all involved in making the critical decisions along the supply chain. But then they're also supported by the right clinical evidence and the right clinical data to make those decisions. So it's an evidence-driven, it's a data-driven process, and the stakeholders are there to help use those resources to make the decision. And then finally, it's a supply chain that's focused on value, so it's thinking about how do we deliver the best value to the patient and thinking about how we define that value and then using those resources I just talked about to answer that question and to drive towards that value equation? So that's what clinical integration or clinically integrated supply chain looks like. So, why do we want to do this? Why does it matter in 2016? Well, there's probably three key reasons I would say that it matters. The first, and probably the most obvious one is the changing healthcare environment that we're all living in. So whether we're talking about mandatory bundles like CJR or the new cardiac bundles that were just announced recently, or whether we're talking about accountable care organizations or truly capitated care models, in all of these, we need to be able to understand the clinical and economic impact of the decisions we make around the supplies we use, the drugs we use, the different devices we implant. So to achieve success, in that value-based healthcare environment, we need this greater clinically integrated approach. Second reason I would give is that for the supply chain organization itself to be involved in that conversation, to really be critical in that value-based healthcare discussion, we've gotta elevate our our thinking. So there's a really complicated equation that health systems are starting to solve now where they're looking at all the different treatment options you provide to a patient, all the different demographics about those patients. It's just a really complex situation to figure out what good looks like when you're managing a population. If we're gonna be more than just one little variable, just the cost variable or the price variable, if we're gonna get involved in that bigger conversation, we're gonna have to understand the clinical aspects of what we do. And that really leads me to my third point, which is, A clinically integrated supply chain becomes a strategic asset for the organization and so if that's a goal that you have to drive towards becoming a strategic asset to be at the table with the c-suite making decisions about the future of the health system then a clinically integrated approach is a great way to get there so that's kind of the what and the why so let's go with the how what are the key resources you need to invest in if you want a clinically integrated approach and there are four that I'm going to touch on the first, and this will not be surprising coming from a physician, is a physician engagement strategy. So what does that look like? It's, it's more than just asking physicians their opinions uh, on the devices or the drugs that you're dealing with. It's really about bringing them in and having them be part of the team, giving them voice so they're actually helping make decisions being completely transparent with them around the data, both the cost and the outcomes data that you're looking at, uh, and truly making them a partner in the way that you make decisions and in your organization but then it's doing all that in a way that's not overly burdensome on them. Cause we're not talking about just one physician leader being part of your team. We're talking about getting integrated with the physicians in general who practice within your organization. So how do you get them involved? How do you get their feedback? How do you make them feel connected? But do it in such a way that you're just not one more layer of burden on them because value-based healthcare is throwing all kinds of stuff at them as well outside of just what we're talking about in the supply organization. So physician engagement uh, is number one. Number two is the clinical evidence. So you need to be able to understand what the literature out there in the public space says about these different products, different drugs, different decisions we're making. The clinical evidence is kind of the table stakes. That's how you're gonna start the conversation off when you're thinking about any kind of effort, whether it's new technology or standardization or, or any other direction that you wanna go in. But then closely related to the clinical evidence is actual clinical data. And here I'm talking about your own data or potentially groups of data aggregated together. So the evidence will give you some direction in terms of the decisions you wanna make, but if you really want an ongoing process, an iterative process where you're looking at those clinical and financial outcomes and then feeding that information back into your system to help make even better decisions the next time around, then you need a new kind of data system that most of us don't have right now where the line item purchase data, the information about what product we used in what patient is connected to the outcomes that those patients achieved, and ideally both short-term and long-term outcomes, and that data is interpretable and analyzable and then can be fed back into the system and used in the next round of decision making. So you've got physician engagement, you've got evidence, and you've got clinical data. The third, or I'm sorry, the fourth, which is not really a resource, but more a realization, is that clinical integration and supply chain is culture change, and in fact, it's a really big change management project. Physicians are not used to thinking this way. in general have been pretty siloed they make decisions on their own they use their own sources of information and those could be peers they could be reps sometimes it's the published literature but they tend to make those decisions on their own not as part of an integrated team and not necessarily as a data or evidence-driven approach supply chain is probably just as different and that right now They're not really in the clinical space in the way that we're talking about, so they're not used to bringing those clinical conversations to the forefront. They don't necessarily have comfort with the resources that you need to make that happen. So both sides have a lot of change they would have to go through to get to this new version. And then once you accept that and realize it, then you understand that you've got to resource the strategy to drive that change. You've got to understand it's a big effort and we've got a lot of lift to get there, so we've got to put the right resources in place to drive that change all the way through the organization. So assuming now I haven't completely scared you off on the concept of clinical integrated supply chain, what are some next steps? If you really want to start down this road or you're on the road and want to get further, You know, what can you do to make it happen? And I think trying to jump too far to the end, trying to take on a big system-wide standardization project across all of your spine hardware that's evidence-based is probably a setup for a problem. I've seen a lot of success with organizations that start small, and they focus on individual facilities and putting together a team that takes a clinically integrated approach to new technology utilization. So what new technology are you going to bring into your operating rooms or your procedural areas, you can really build a nice clinically integrated approach around how you make that decision and have physician engagement and even physician leadership in that process, have clinical evidence as the basis for how you make those decisions, build transparency and start building that culture inside that small team and then let it grow, let it evolve, let it spill over into other areas and drive your culture change that way. So new technology review in a facility is a great starting point for clinical integration. Other things to think about are who are your partners going to be? So you don't want to have to reinvent all these wheels around where the clinical evidence comes from or how you analyze clinical data. So thinking about some people you can partner with to help achieve some of those goals is probably a good thing to do in the short term. And then the last two items I would talk about for next steps are to think about your clinical leadership within your supply chain organization. I think to really be successful and to get to that end game, you're going to have to have a leader in your organization that's dedicated to supply chain but really understands the clinical care aspects as well, can speak both languages fluently, and that person I think is well positioned to be at that strategic table within your organization and drive that strategic agenda for supply chain. But then below that person or around that person, depending on what your structure would look like, I think you need to invest in education. The supply chain folks are going to need more education on what the clinicians do. They're going to have to become more savvy. They're great operators right now and great logisticians, but they're going to need to start building clinical capabilities that they probably don't have. But then the other side of the coin is we got to start education, our educating our clinicians and physicians on what supply chain does. And I think only when we have both of those sides understanding what each other does and then understanding what that common vision is, where we're trying to go with a value-based approach and a clinically integrated approach, will we be successful at becoming that strategic asset for our organizations. So that's all I had today. I wanna thank you for your time and your attention. If you're looking for more information, please go to the ARM Learning Center.